0: Good afternoon, from 2s. Welcome to our lesson. Our lesson today is going to be a little weird, okay? The reason is that uh, you were actually supposed to take the class test today, but I didn't think that you had 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 enough time to prepare yourselves for that class test, okay? So I moved it further on to our next lesson. That is when you will take the class test. And I also said that the class test is preparing you for the common test, the common test you are most likely going to take early next week. Okay. And whatever mark you get in that examination is what will go into your midterm report. Okay. Right. So I'll just keep you abreasted with any changes or any future plans regarding that test. Right so for today's lesson we want to talk about the corrections to the last exercise i know that there's some people who haven't written the exercise but you know we couldn't wait okay we couldn't wait right so number one says egyptians are the only africans that existed in africa before the age of exploration right this is false okay when we started the module we said This was the opinion of many Europeans before they had actually explored Africa. They thought that the only Africans who existed were Egyptians, but this was not the case. There were other Africans beyond the Egyptian borders. So number one was actually false. Number two, sailors from the Middle East came up with horrid stories of how the Indian Ocean was impossible to navigate. They argued that the voyage was so dangerous and that many sailors had been pulled under by mermaids and other sea monsters. Right, most of you said true. The answer there was false. And the reason is because of this. This was a trick question. Sailors from the Middle East. That is incorrect. The sailors who came up with this idea were from the Middle Ages, not the Middle East. Okay, so you had to read that very carefully in order to determine that the statement was incorrect. Right, number three, Prince Henry the Navigator made incredible contributions in the fields of geography, map reading, and the exploration of Africa. That is true. Prince Henry had only pure humanitarian intentions for Africa. He wanted to open trade networks which would benefit Africans. That is false. Okay. The tricky part of the question there is that he had only pure humanitarian intentions. That is not true. Of course, he wanted to do good things for Africa. But at the same time, he was being driven by the need to you know, expand trade, which would benefit the Portuguese and not necessarily that he wanted to do right by Africa. Okay. Right. So you have to be careful there. His intentions were not just pure. He had other motives. So the answer for number four is false. The Sahara Desert is in Central Africa. That is false. The Sahara Desert is in North Africa. Number six, although many explorers were determined to penetrate the African continent, they were stopped, literally dead in their tracks, by the malaria plague. That is true. Okay, that is definitely true. Number seven, explorers had a challenge of not having adequate or reliable transport. Most of the journeys had to be conducted on foot. Where these explorers were left at the mercy of natural hazards. That is true. You remember, we discussed Mungo Park during our last lesson, and we said he could only cover about 300 kilometers by boat, and then the rest of the journey, you know, he had to do it on foot. Okay, and these explorers were, you know, exposed to so many dangers. Right, number eight. Africans were very hostile to explorers and often attacked and killed them on coastlines. That is false. The reason why we're saying it's false is that firstly, you know, Europeans who arrived at the coast were usually welcomed as some kind of traders. Okay, right. When they arrived at the coastline, we're not told that there were attacks. But the attacks against explorers and other foreigners would take place in the interior of Africa as these explorers went deeper and deeper into Africa. But when they arrived at the coastline, we are not told that they were, uh, you know, unwelcomed and, you know, attacked by, by Africans. Okay. So that statement is, is false. Number nine, Europeans changed their attitude towards Africa because of scientific discoveries like quinine, which prevented killer diseases in Africa, as well as advancements in technology, which led to the development of faster, safer, and more stable ships. That is absolutely true. All these advancements made it possible to go to Africa and come back safely. Okay. And number 10, the exploration of Africa opened up Africa and exposed Africans to many new problems like colonialism and imperialism. That is true. Okay. Whilst we're very happy that these explorers opened up Africa and established trade links and connected Africa with the rest of the world, it did come with some negative consequences for Africa because many Africans then had to fight for their land in order to keep it. And, you know, you know the whole story of how wars were fought and Africans were displaced. Right, so those are the corrections to to the exercise. I must say uh, you did pretty well because these were very difficult concepts that I had put across for you on purpose. I wanted to get you thinking. Okay. So you did pretty well, right? Then the other announcement that I have for today is that I've also attached a document with notes for the previous lesson. You will notice that I have just drawn it into a table so that the information is compressed. That is how I want you to, uh, you know, lay out the notes for that section so that the information is not too much and it is not confusing right so at the end of this lesson please make sure that you copy out the table as is shown in the document that i have attached okay right and then also just to you know tickle you a little bit during our next lesson we're going to talk about the exploration of east Africa. Okay. And just to get us started, I've attached a little something there to show you the countries that make up East Africa. Okay. When we say East Africa, the countries that were involved, you know, that could constitute Eastern Africa are the ones listed in the document from as far as Ethiopia, Uganda, uh, Kenya, Tanzania, Burundi, Rwanda, right? All these countries are considered as part of of Eastern Africa, right? And these explorers wanted to explore the other side of the African map. Now that huge discoveries had been made in West Africa. Yes, lives had been lost, but the bigger picture was that, you know, Mungo Park and Hugh Clapperton and Richard Lander had shown that it was possible to navigate into West Africa. So a bunch of other explorers emerged and these guys wanted to prove that the same thing could be done in Eastern Africa. Unfortunately, geographically, Eastern Africa is totally different from West Africa. West Africa had those thick jungles, okay, thick jungles and those uh, thick forests as a result of the tropical climate. Whereas when you go to Eastern Africa, Eastern Africa is drier and hotter and it has uh, very huge plateaus, okay, and mountains, okay, very mountainous, very rocky, it's dry and it's hot. Right, so you can already see that the explorers who were going to get into Eastern Africa would have a completely new set of of challenges. Yes, of challenges, right? And, you know, the greatest fascination with Eastern Africa was the Nile River and where it, it started. Now, even though the Nile River flowed through Egypt, many explorers understood that it started out somewhere deeper in Africa and not just in Egypt. And it was their desire to trace and find out where the Nile actually started, okay? So we're going to learn about these four explorers who actually explored Eastern Africa. We have James Bruce, Sir Richard Burton, John Spake, and Sir Samuel Baker, okay? Right, we'll also talk about what happens when a person becomes... Sir, you know, receives the title of Sir. What does that actually mean? Right. So this section is rather long. The exploration of East Africa is a bit long. So we'll probably have to split it into two separate uh, lessons. Probably do James Bruce and Richard Burton first and then John Spake and uh, Samuel Baker uh, during the next lesson after that. Right. So can you make sure that you write your notes for uh, the exploration of West Africa in the remaining minutes? And then you can start reading on the exploration of East Africa in preparation for uh, the lesson which is going to come later on. Because like I said, during the next lesson, which is on day six, you are writing a class test. Okay. You're writing a class test on day six. Today is day three. All right. Okay. So I think for today, that's more than enough. And I wish you all the best as you prepare for your examination. And I hope you shine out like stars. Bye-bye.